0: You're listening to the Morning Joe Ranch Show, a podcast by the average Joe for the average Joe. This is my worldly Cliff Notes advice of everything I had to learn the hard way. Hey, thanks for checking out Morning Joe Ranch Show. I think this is episode 13. Um, Last podcast episode, I said I wanted to do one on the music uh, industry in a way. And I'm going to do that one today. Cause it's going to be a different fucking rant than my normal stupid bullshit, which this one's still going to be stupid. Promise you that, but at least it's a different direction than I've normally been going. Um, I just had like, I wanted to touch base on this. Cause it's like, as a musician, because I do play music, uh, I occasionally get paid for it. Not all, not that often. I don't make a living off of it, but I still call myself a musician. Cause it's like, I know how to fucking play music. I mean, I'm not like gloating or being like, oh, I'm so fucking great at it. But it's like, no, I know how to, I've been playing drums for like, I don't know, like close to well over like 22 years now, I think. Anyway, point is, is that um, I think a lot of like independent, especially local, I live in Nashville and there's a lot of people here who like want to make a living at it. And it's like, but they look at it from this so wrong approach of like, Gotta write the hit song, gotta, you know, get in a lot of co writes and just, which is not a bad thing. I'm not saying co writing is a great thing. I do it. Um, But they don't realize is like, stop trying to write a fucking hit. Write music for your fucking self. Release it on streaming services. And I know streaming services suck at payouts. I get it. I'm not denying that. That needs to change. But what people are missing is like, you're creating art. Art is a supply demand thing. Um, I use this example every fucking time when people talk about me, or sorry, talk to me about this. Rainbow Kitten Surprise, um, their first fucking album, I think they record, I'm don't quote me on this shit, but I'm pretty sure they recorded the first album on fucking GarageBand. Um, and Spotify gave them a front page thing because their music was just starting to take off. And sure as hell, saw them at the fucking Ryman last year and let me tell you they were fucking awesome they were a really cool band to see live um, and even Missio was another band that I just all these bands I've been finding I've been finding on Spotify and uh, Pandora and like to me I know YouTube's the biggest search engine for music in modern time which is great you, like okay I'm going way off on tangents and not staying cool. like. I, this is where I'm so stupid with shit Okay, what I was trying to say was, we're doing a lot of griping about, major artists do a lot of griping of shit where it's like, oh, payouts suck and Spotify and this and that. Well, don't put your shit on Spotify if you're a fucking major artist then, you asshole. Like, you already make enough money to make a living. Like, and it's, again, it's, 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 they never look at the fucking big picture. It's the fucking labels. Stop going to a major label. All it is is a giant fucking loan. You could do everything you want all on your own. Yeah, it's fucking difficult. Yeah, no shit. But you build a really good team around you. And um, I did a cool thing with um, I I did a uh, I got to do a, a like a showcase um, slash music conference with um, my girlfriend's company, Spotlight Six One Five, and Rick Baker, who used to manage uh, Taylor Swift, was there and. He mentioned stuff that was like why do people not know this? Like he's an awesome dude and he was dead on, but it's just funny that like people don't realize like nobody wants the next fucking Taylor Swift. They don't care about the next Taylor Swift. They want the next big thing. And if you're writing for you, you could be that next big thing. And he basically was saying do it for you, do it for yourself release this stuff yourself. Do the work. If you're going out there and you're building a following in your area, people are going to notice that. But you have to do that. And you're not going to make millions of dollars fucking doing it. Sorry, that doesn't happen anymore. That's a 0.01% of people that get that to happen for them. But write for yourself. Release it On this stuff. You still make revenue. Yeah, you don't make millions. Yeah, you might not make a living right away. Welcome, like I talked about in my last podcast. I agree. The fucking working world is bullshit. But you can still do it if that's what you want to do. I still do fucking music every day when I fucking come home after work. Or after my daughter goes to bed. Or after, if I don't have her that, I, I come home and I have to. It's in my fucking blood. I cannot not do it. I have to do it. I love it too much. It's the thing I want to fucking do. I'm going to do it even if I don't make money off of it. I'm going to write. I'm going to fucking play. I practice. I don't care. Music is in me. It just is part of me. But, and that's not me being prideful. It's me saying like, stop fucking doing it for the money. If you're doing it for that, then then you're fucked. You're not going to, you're, you're going to lose. You're going to make it. Not about that. So I'm just trying to say is like, be aware of that. Like, um, and I think that Spotify and Pandora are, and, and any of these streaming services are beneficial for you. Rainbow Kitten Surprise blew up because of that. They wouldn't have been where they were without it. Granted, I'm sure they don't make that much money off Spotify. But let me tell you, they're probably making a decent living now selling merch. They, they fucking sell out the Ryman anytime they come through here. They did two shows, I think, the last time. So that just goes to show you, you know, the other fucking thing. And I've talked about this before Pearl Jam did recently, I think it was like the 20th or no, it's more than that. Like 25th anniversary of Pearl Jam going in front of Congress. I talk about this all the time. And I know people get annoyed with me with this, but I can't help it because it's like, this is the same thing artists bitch about and major ones too. And it's like, you're still the fucking assholes. Okay, Ticketmaster is a fucking monopoly on tickets. Any venue you go to that's major uses Ticketmaster for that because that's just how it is. There is no competition. Live Nation is Ticketmaster. Uh, they own another one. StubHub is Ticketmaster. You're not getting away from them. And the point is, is that you see all these service fees and, and um, fans bitching. You're still going to the fucking shows. You're still going. So... Until you let the artist know you're pissed off about it. Louis C.K. did an awesome thing. Louis C.K. did Pearl Jam did it too. Pearl Jam did it before Louis C.K. And Louis C.K. said that he fucked over Ticketmaster for his one tour. It was a hard fucking job to do it. He did it. He still made 4 or $5 million doing it. And he sold the fucking places out. He fucked over Ticketmaster. And he went anywhere where Ticketmaster wasn't. Because he didn't want to overcharge his, his fans. That, to me, is fucking rebel. That, to me, is why I love Louis C.K. Yeah, he did some stupid shit, but he still kicked ass with that. That's fucking awesome. That's art. That's creative. You know, that's why your fans love you. You know, it's going that route. But artists don't get it. It's like you bitch and gripe about the payout. There's two major factors, the fucking record labels and the fucking ticket prices. Fuck you for not noticing that shit. People don't want to spend $25 on a fucking local artist. I'm sorry. As a local artist, people don't want to spend that. They'll go to a $5 show. They'll go to a $10 show. They'll give you fucking cash for it. They don't want to spend $25 and 10 of that is fucking ticketing fees. That's $10 towards your fucking merch. Because guess what? Let me tell you. The last time I went to a Missio show, I paid 25 fucking dollars. And guess what? I wanted to buy a fucking poster. But guess what? I didn't. The $25 to see Missio at the fucking Basement East. It was like, this is a tiny ass show. There wasn't a lot of people there. It was a fucking awesome show. But guess what? I didn't buy anything. I didn't even buy a fucking drink. Like... My point being is that we're all bitching about this payout service and stuff like that. And it's like, like, stop bitching. Look at, I always use this, me and my buddy, Jason, who I had on the podcast uh, earlier, talked about that. Uh, we didn't say this in the podcast, but one of our biggest mottos for music when we work together is Incubus sang this song in one of their, um, it was in the Make Yourself album. And Brandon Boyd said, um, find yourself a back door." And you have to do that in the music industry. Stop trying to force your, you're a your square, you're square trying to fit yourself into a circle fucking hole. Stop doing it. Stop trying to make these fucking hits right for you. You know, Lauv doesn't, I, I can use him as an example. His his own idea of pop music. Whether you like him or not, like, he's creative. He's got his own way. He didn't follow anybody's fucking carbon copy. And not to say that you can't do that. Sure, you can fucking do that. You can sell music. You can sell... If that's what you want to do, go fucking do it. I don't care. But don't bitch about when you're this local starving artist... And it's like, put yourself out there. Stop just trying to do the same fucking shit. When people offer you a show... Yeah, I'm not saying don't play for free. But like, if you don't have a fucking following... Don't expect to get paid 200 for the fucking show. Come on. Build your following. Don't just ask friends to come out. Go put your stuff out there. Make a fuck, man. I'm a video. I do video stuff on the side. I look for artists to like I will I do lyric like I want to do lyric videos for people. And I'm just like I don't want to charge a shit ton of money, but I got to charge you something cuz again, it's my way of being creative. I would love love to put an acoustic performance of just you in a fucking room with just, you know, and cool fucking video editing for, for not that expensive. Because again, I want to help you out. And this isn't like a shameless promotion, but it's like, there's so many fucking ways for you to build a following and to build it up, but you can't, you have to promote, you have to, and we have Instagram, all this bullshit that I don't really like to use, but if you're a fucking artist, use it. Spotify, Pandora, Instagram, Facebook, engage with your fans. Like, that's how you build a fucking following. Don't promote a show the day of. Fucking promote it. I cannot tell. Okay. One of the best things I've ever seen a person do, and I'm going way off on the music stuff because originally this was just supposed to be about Spotify and Pandora and why, yes, they pay out suck, but if you use it, you can definitely benefit from it. But one of the other things is there was an artist, um, I don't remember his name uh but he would get he would buy merchandise and it wasn't expensive but he would I forgot what the fuck it was but it was easy to take selfies with it was like so he would promote he would pass these out for free and I think it was like lighters or something like that and in the middle of the show he would do like a like a ballad and be like, hey, let me get you to see you, all your lighters up there and take a fucking post and show and then tell people like, hey, show yourself on Instagram with these and hashtag us. And it fucking blew up for him. I don't remember the fucking artist. I think it was lighters, but it was something like that. And it did, it, it picked up and he got more and more fans. He got more and more fans and that's how it worked for him. That's just an idea. That's again, like creative ways of finding way of things to do this. It's a really long rant of fuck. I went all over the place with this, but I just want to say the local artists, like, yo, quit being stupid. Like if you don't have a fucking following, don't expect to get paid a lot of money. A B work for man. Like we all are like don't, you know, don't, don't just expect it to fall on your lap. When you get offered something, be on fucking time. Don't, whether or not that other person's a good person or not, you fucking show your worth, your value. Those people that you need to find will find you because of that. Because the one day you don't do that, you're going to run into the right person and they're going to see that and they'll be like, oh, fuck this. And it's the same thing with Spotify and Pandora and YouTube and shit. Yeah, I get it. It's streaming. It's bullshit. Let me tell you something, though. If you want to be on the fucking radio, I was fortunate enough. I didn't have to pay for it. But our manager back in the day when I was in a bigger band did. Let me tell you, he spent well over 250 grand in radio, radio spots. Most major artists aren't played for free on the fucking radio. They're paying to be played on the radio, on terrestrial radio. I don't know if many people know that, but it's bullshit that you have to pay to be on the fucking radio. Guess what? You don't really have to pay to be on Spotify and Pandora or YouTube. You kind of get paid for it, but whatever, you know everybody's going to look at me and be think that I've, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm just saying, fuck Ticketmaster, fuck the record labels. If you want to be something, be a fucking rebel. Go do it on your own. Go find it. Go hustle for it. That's what you're supposed to do if you love it. Anyway, all right, I'm done ranting. Uh, and uh, thanks for checking out this podcast. Catch you later. This week's podcast was brought to you by ConnectGo Bringing your business to the future, connectgo.com.